It's a time of great victory. Your past does not have to dictate your future. We are on the solid rock, Christ Jesus. God's got something better for you. Well, I am just excited today. Uh, Christian didn't tell you guys, I like to yell. I, uh, you know, he said I'm a powerhouse, but I do like to yell. I get into the spirit. I just love it. You know, I get excited. And there, there is no place that I would rather be than in the house of God. Do you agree? How many of you are happy to be here? Give a shout for joy. Woo! You all have made the best choice this week so far, starting here. You decided to start your week with God. You know, and, and I want to say thank you. Uh, Pastor Paul, I know you're not here, but thank you for allowing me to, to speak at your church today. Uh, I pray, I've been praying for you every day. Uh, I believe that uh, when Jesus received the, the stripes, the moment that whip touched his skin, the healing was sent out for all of us. So we don't ask for healing. We release it. It's been released. So, Pastor Paul, thank you for having me here. I'm honored, and I'm very grateful. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys, uh, this is the, most amount, the, the highest amount of people I've ever spoken in front of. I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, we started our church in 2014. Uh, we're still, we have maybe about 25, 30 members. Uh, we, and we've added about eight or nine in the past two months, which is actually fantastic. About um, two months ago, the Lord spoke to me and he said, uh, you're going to start getting contacted to speak at people's churches. And I said, okay. When, whenever you're whenever you want me to, to do it, just, just tell me. A month later, Christian texted me, hey, come, talk, come speak at my church. I said, Thank you, Jesus. I'm going. I'm going. We're ready or not, here I come. All right. Now, I just, I just want to pray right, right quick. If you all just close your eyes and bow your heads. I'm a, I'm a man of prayer. I love to pray. I, I always want to start the word with prayer. So, Father, we love you. We thank you for bringing us together today, Lord. Father, we thank you for the word that it is true from the beginning to the end, Father. From, from Alpha to Omega, Father. We, we thank you, Father, because you woke us up today so that we can be here. Father, I ask that you prepare every heart and every mind to receive the word today. Father, and anyone who, who's listening to this, whether it's on the podcast or uh, live right now, Father, I ask that you touch them right where they are, that you send your Holy Spirit and just surround them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Now, I want us to start today with something that I like to do at my church. I like to tell our people, I've been drilling this to them for a few months now, that our words have power. Our words carry power. And, and through, with that power, we can change things. We can change things in the name of Jesus. And look, I'm not talking about dollars to coins. Where we can affect change, situations, the weather. Have you all seen anyone change the weather? No? My, my wife's hand is up. I've changed the weather. You carry the same power. It's not because I have pastor in front of my name. We all carry that power in Jesus Christ. Change our days. John 14, 12. 
write that John 14, 12 says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. So if we look back at what Jesus did while he was on earth, he changed the weather, he healed the sick, he cast out demons, and he did many more things. So why can't we do those things? So today I want you to repeat after me. I want you to say this, and, and I want you to say it with the understanding, the knowledge that you are causing a change. Say, today is a good day. Okay, now say it like you mean it. Today is a good day. Put some umph behind it. Now say, this week is a good week. One more time, this week is a good week. And that's all it takes. That's all it takes. You've changed this day, and you've changed the rest of the week. So when a situation arises, because inevitably, there will be a situation. It's going to happen. You're going to say, no, 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 sir, not today. Today's a good day. So whatever's coming out of this is going to be for my good, because today's a good day. You have that authority. Jesus gave you that authority. Our Father, our Father did not send Jesus here for 33 years for a vacation. He did not come to just rest and relax. I don't know if y'all have read the Bible. That's not what happened. He came to set us free. He came to restore what Adam and Eve gave away. He came to give us authority. So get excited with me. I want y'all to be excited with me. I'm, I move. I'm, a, I'm Hispanic. You know, we move. Y'all got to get moving with me. Y'all got to move a little bit. Move the shoulders. Move your hips. Got to get excited. I, we have been taken from worthless to worthy. Jesus decided that you... Each one of you was worth it. And I cannot express the joy that that gives me. I just want to jump. I want to run sometimes. You know, I, I, I want to do all these things that my physical body does not allow me to do. You know, uh, Christian said it. I went to the Texas Bible Institute over there. Um, have you all heard Pastor Tommy? Do you all like Pastor Tommy? I love the way that man preaches. And I said, foolishly, Lord, I want that anointing. And then the Lord gave me the anointing. <laughs> he gave me the anointing. It's all right. See, I won't jump and I won't, I won't run. Uh, last week I had an incident at church. Shush. I, I tore my pants. I tore my pants. Right before I started giving the message, uh, I walked up to the front and I was like this. You know, taking little baby steps because, and then make sure, like, oh, yes, hi. Yes. It, it was right in the middle in the back. I don't want ripped pants today. I don't want to deal with that. See, it's just an uncontrollable feeling inside of you. It gets down in your bones. And it just makes you want to move. You, you feel that Holy Spirit inside of you, and you're just, you're moving. You know, you got to groove a little bit. You got to wake up. 
Wake up. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, wake up. Wake up. It's the Holy Spirit, the fire inside of you. And it's trying to get out of you to go into everyone around you. You are the light in the dark of the world. But only if you choose to be. You can come here every service, every week, and just sit down right there. And the word can go in one ear and come out the other. You know, whoever's here, Pastor Paul, Tim, fantastic. I've been listening to Tim. Let me tell you, that man is on fire. That man is on fire. I just love the way he speaks. Danny, uh, Mr. Red, Danny Red. I've been listening to you all. I've been listening to the podcasts, all right, and, and these, these people are on fire. You guys have a powerhouse here. Yeah. But whoever's up here, if you're not, if you're not accepting it, if you're, if you're not paying attention, if you're just here filling a seat, it's just going to go one, one, out the other. You'll come back next week with your same problems, the same struggles. Then you'll come back here the following week. It'll be the same thing. You're going to enjoy the praise and worship, and let me, let me say Y'all's praise and worship, phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. These, these people up here, they're moving the spirit. They're bringing that, the spirit in here, and it's, it's just getting, it's flowing through every chair and every, every row and everyone's in here. And, and I'm, I was looking at you all. Y'all got to show that spirit. Y'all got to show that spirit. I mean, they're, they're bringing the spirit for you, and you're giving it right back to them. You got to move a little. <laughs> yeah, you got to stand up, lift your hands, shout, clap. Yeah, what, what's going to happen if you raise your hands to worship? What's going to happen? Nothing. You're going to receive, but it, what, what, oh, I'm afraid of what someone else might say. What, what they're looking at me, what, oh, they're going to judge me. Who cares? Who cares? If you lift your hands, maybe they'll lift their hands too. See, but if you're not paying attention, you're going to come here, you're going to get the praise and worship, you're going to hear the word, and then you're going to leave, and, and nothing's going to change. It's going to be the same thing. You're going to get to the point where you're going to start questioning whether going to church is making a difference or not. My life is in the exact same place as when I started. And that seed of doubt the enemy planted starts to take root. And day to day, week to week, that seed grows, and it grows, and it grows. And then all of a sudden, you're too busy to go to church on Wednesday. Then you're too busy on Sunday. You skip a week. Then you skip two weeks. Then you skip a month, and you skip two months. Then all of a sudden, you're back in the world, in the dark of the world, without the word. And I, I know that sounds discouraging. I didn't want to write it. It sounded discouraging. But I am trying to be discouraging. I'm trying to discourage you. Because I don't want you to be just another person in the chair. I'm trying to discourage you from that. From a person that just comes in here and sits right there. And that's it. You come, you sit, praise and worship, the word, you get up, you leave, that you're done. You don't want to be that person. I know there's no one in here that's, that, that does that. That's why I'm saying that. 
All right, I want you to touch your chairs right next to you and the one you're on. Just touch the chairs. I want to pray for the chairs. I pray for the empty chairs at our church because that chair belongs to someone. There's a person assigned to that chair. And we're going to pray for that empty chair. We're going to pray for that, that person that belongs to that chair. All right, close your eyes. Father, we command in the name of Jesus these chairs to fill up. This person, Father, that's not here yet, we command these blessings, these words, Father, to just pile up on top of each other on that chair. So when that person that comes in and belongs on that chair, when they sit down, Lord, they're just going to be filled with the word. In Jesus' name, amen. See, I want y'all to see that there is a, an entirely deeper level to your relationship with Jesus. We can always go deeper. There's no such thing as I already know all I need to know. There's no limit to how deep we can get. And here in Light Christian Center, you have some amazing men. I already mentioned a few of them that I've heard preach. I've heard some other people too, but they're amazing. Get with them. I'm sure they're more than, than open to welcoming you all. If you need to have any questions, you want to talk to them. Tim's over here. Like, yep, yep. Have him call me. Have him call me. Give, me, give out my number right now. I, I'm sure you all have his number. When Christian asked me, I did start going through your podcast. I've been a subscriber for a while, and I've listened to it every now and then. But I went back, and I started listening to every message, one right after another. Because I wanted to get a feel for your church. I wanted to get a feel for how y'all were moving in here, how the spirit was moving. And I was blessed by listening to that. It was fantastic. You know, driving to work. I work at a hospital down uh, in McAllen. Um, I work night shift terrible don't do it I've been doing it for seven years seven years don't do it don't do night shift go away from it it is draining it is the worst ever yeah. what was that I didn't oh yes I do thank God I have a job but down down in the valley it's either you work in the medical field or you work in the medical field so it's you know but these these men are coming in here they're giving you the word they're getting you all the word, the unfiltered, the unabashed word of God. And I know that there have been life-changing moments in these chairs. Moments where the, the word just takes root. And it started spreading in you. But from there, you need to go deeper. You see, if you, if you don't water that, fruit, that, that root, it's going to dry up and fall out. You need to water that root. Psalm, Psalms uh, 92.13 says... Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Are you going to be planted in the house of the Lord? You need to get planted. Let the word take root. Don't be another person in the chair. Take root. And in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, y'all can turn to 1 Corinthians with me if you have your Bibles. If not, the, the word will be up there. 1 Corinthians uh, 10, 13, and I'm going to show you here what... The word says about trials when you, when you let it take root in you. 10.13 says, uh, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. Every temptation that we face is common to every other person. Everything we face, someone else is going through it. We're not special. I say that to my people all the time. You're not special. Don't make it about you. Everyone else is going through what you're going through, but in a different way. But God is faithful. Yes. 
Let's say that again. But God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. Has anyone ever heard God won't tempt me more than what I can take? That's biblical. But with the temptation will will also make a way of escape that you might be able to bear it. The word says we're going to get tempted. And temptation takes many forms. But God is faithful. God is faithful. He will never give you more than you can handle. But he knows the human condition. After all, he created us. And then he became us. See, and one of the first things that man did was disobey God. And then they fell into temptation. Adam and Eve, they fell into temptation. The serpent tempted them, and they fell. But according to Scripture, according to the Word, remember, though, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. According to the Word, they were strong enough to resist the temptation. And in the event that they weren't strong enough, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 tells us, God made a way out for them. They just didn't take it. 13 said, with the the temptation, we'll also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God will always make a way out for you. For Adam and Eve, all they had to do was say, not today, Satan. Boy, bye. (laughs) Get out of here with your crazy self. All they had to say was no. No. And in case that wasn't enough, God himself was walking with them in the garden. He was there. They could have just shouted, God! This danger noodle. Danger noodle. It's a snake, guys. This nope rope. The serpent won't leave us alone. Biggest fan right there. Love you. And God would have just walked right on over there. He would have gone over there and the, the serpent would have been there. And God, have you all seen Infinity War? Spoilers. He, he would have walked over there just like Thanos did and he would have gone. And that serpent would have been gone. Gone. Temptation gone. Adam and Eve would have won. That was their way of escape. But they didn't take it. Every attempt, uh, every temptation, every attack, we can take it. That's according to scripture. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Who strengthens you? Christ. And I'll let you in on a secret that's not really a secret. Jesus resisted the devil. While he was fasting for 40 days, he resisted the enemy. And Jesus is strengthening you. Therefore, you can resist the enemy. Can I get an amen? amen. Are y'all receiving this? Amen. Do I need to speak louder? Yeah. Slower maybe. You want it louder? I can get louder. <laughs> Don't do it. When the word takes root in your life, Jesus takes root in your life. And you're never the same from that moment forward. There's a change. There's a shift. But I don't lie. I don't like to lie. 
It's not going to be rainbows and butterflies after that. It's not going to be sunshine every day. It's going to get hard. Because the devourer, the enemy, he's going to come and he's going to try to knock you down. And he's going to try and try and try. But you can resist him. And if you feel like you can't resist him, you're at the end of your rope. God has made a way of escape for you. I heard it over there. Just say Jesus. Just say Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Jesus. The word is working here today. Every situation has a different escape. If you struggle, I'm going to get real, if you struggle with pornography, there's an escape. Get up. Leave that private area where you're at. Go for a walk. Get out of there. Don't let yourself stay there. If you struggle with, with alcohol, get yourself a friend who's accountable, who can hold you accountable. And you feel that inkling coming, you call that friend at any time. You need to make covenant friendships. Biblical, God-believing, word-believing, word-speaking friends. Stop taking advice from people who do not speak the word. That's the worst advice you can get. Why am I going to get advice from someone who's lost in the darkness? Shut, shut off the lights in here and we're all going to be walking around. And, uh, why am I going to ask you for the way out? We're not going to see the way out. We're, we're in the darkness together. You are the light in the dark. You have accepted Jesus, the Holy Spirit came into you, and you're shining. People will help you find the way out. Bible-believing people will help you find the way out. And then, it's going to be a process. See, the first time it's going to happen, you're going to be like, okay, uh, I got to go from here because I'm tempted. You're going to leave. You're going to go, and you're going to call Tim, and Tim's going to be like, get out of there. What are you doing? Don't be stupid. Oh, wait, I was, said, I was told not to say that. What was that? Don't, don't be special. I was told not to say some, some words. There. Oh, you want me to be myself? <laughs> Who said be careful? Is that Christian? Oh. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Get yourself out of that situation. Don't be thick. You know, we, we don't want, a, a, a lot of times the hardest thing to ask for is help. We think we can do it on our own. You're not special. You can't do it on your own. We need people. We need Bible-believing relationships, Bible-believing friendships to help us out of that time, to help us out of that. And it's gonna, and you're gonna, one, one time and it's gonna be okay. The next time's gonna be a little bit easier. The, the following time will be a little bit easier. And then it's gonna get easier and easier. And then you're gonna find yourself in this position where you're the person holding someone else accountable. You're helping someone else out of the darkness. You're gonna get stronger and stronger. The Holy Spirit's gonna come into you He's going to get into your bones. There's going to be a fire burning.
inside. And that fire is going to take you higher. It's a hot air balloon. Turn on the heat, you go up. It's going to keep you moving. You won't be able to stop. You're going to keep that, that rhythm in you all the time. That bur- I can't control myself sometimes. I will be driving with my wife, and I'll start talking by myself. I'm talking to God. She'll turn to me, and she'll be like, what, what, what are you saying? I'm not talking to you. Talk to God. Talk, and I'm not, talk, I'm not saying pray to God. I'm saying talk to God. It's a difference. Talk to him. Hey, Dad, he's our Heavenly Father. Why don't we only address him as, oh, Lord, oh, Father. Dad, be real. Be, he wants a relationship with you. You know, the whole story of the Bible, the whole story from beginning to end is because God wants a family. He wants someone to say, I want to be your family. Okay, now go home to your father and speak to him only calling him father and God. It's going to get weird real fast. Talk to him. Dad, I need some help here. Y'all should have heard me this morning because my message wasn't ready. Uh, What's going on up there, man? I, I need a little help. I don't know. Uh, how to do this. I was about halfway through my notes at about nine in the morning. I said, uh, okay. (laughs) Gotta talk to him. You're gonna find yourself full after you spend some time with God. You're gonna open that Bible, you're gonna read some verses in there, and you're gonna say, what does this mean? Because I don't know. Oh, what, 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 let me tell you, get yourself some different translations. There's a, a fantastic app on your phone. What was that one? Bible Gateway? That's one of them. I use one that's just Holy Bible. And it gives you different versions. Uh, I don't know how many different versions they've created now. I like reading the message version when I'm studying. Because it, it really simplifies it. You know, you, you read in, in, in uh, the, the I, I like using the New King James Version when I'm preaching, but when I'm studying the message version, because it changes, you know, um, what, what is the verse that we just read? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4, 13 says, it'll break it down to like, hey, you know, uh, Jesus said that you can do all things because he strengthens you um, and he's the Christ. It changes it completely. It makes it very simple. You can use that on your phone. It's not far. A few buttons away. Don't allow yourself to become another person in the chair. It's very easy to fall into that trap. Just come and sit and do nothing. I'm here because my wife told me to. I saw some of you uncross your arms. You're like, oh, he crossed his arms. I wasn't doing that. Be here because you want to be here. Be here because you want to go deeper. Be here because you want to get roots. How many of you want roots? I know I do. Jesus roots. Bible roots. 
The word roots. 1 Corinthians 10, 21 says, You cannot drink of the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and the table of demons. You have to decide. Am I going to listen to the truth of the world? Or am I going to listen to the truth of the word? So ask yourselves. Are you ready to become more than a person in the chair? If you're ready to become more than the person in the chair, I want you to stand up. That should be everybody. Unless you can't stand, that's all right, I understand. You ready to take, to become, to not become another person in the chair? I want you to just come stand up here. Just, just to show a commitment. To, to tell God, I'm taking the next step. It is an outward expression of an inward experience. There's a lot of people here. I love y'all. Y'all are so beautiful. Beautiful. You really are. Especially you. You're very welcome. I want y'all to close your eyes and bow your heads. Just repeat with me. Father, I'm taking that step. I'm standing here at the altar. Because I want to show you that I'm taking, that I'm going deeper. That I'm going deeper. I'm growing those roots. I'm not going to be another person in the chair. Holy Spirit, flow through me. Use me. Guide me. Everywhere I go, I want you to go first. Shine me bright in the dark. I want other people to look at me and say, I want what you got. In Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all can go sit down. Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'll run out of notes. It's fine, yeah, the Spirit's going to lead. The Spirit's going to lead. Yeah, I, have, y'all, have y'all ever been to a church where they just let the Spirit lead? Have y'all felt the Holy Spirit just move? And he just gets you going. The Holy Spirit is here. When I was st- sitting over there, when I was standing over there during praise and worship, I mean, the Spirit just falls in this place. The Spirit just comes into here. Y'all are so blessed. To be part of Light Christian Center. And I'm going to say thank you for allowing me to come. I am truly humbled. And that that I have been allowed to be here today. And I want you all to know. That the word is not something from the Old Testament. Everything, you know, there's a heretical line of thought. People are saying miracles happened back then. They don't happen anymore. 
nonsense. Nonsense. Miracles are happening every day. I was cured of cancer. The year I went to TBI when I met Christian, they found a mass in my jaw. Doctor told me, you have cancer. I said, okay. Honestly, I fell right into it. I was still a baby Christian. I fell right into it and I felt, uh, I was trying to speak to my mom. My mom is a pastor as well, Pastor Carol. Uh, she is the strongest person I know in the word. She is a faith person. She, does, she cannot be moved. Oh, pff, winds blow and they blow right around her because she's like, bring it on. I, I went to her and I told her what happened. She goes, no, we're not going to talk about that. You don't have cancer. Get out of here. For months, she was like that. With, Get out of here. I was hurt with my mother because she didn't want to talk to me. Then, you know, they took x-rays. They did all these things. They, they found it was there. It was obviously there. I went, to the I went to discovery camp right before I met Christian. I went to discovery camp. And while there, one of the leaders that we took with our church at the time, we were doing, uh, what is it called? Prayer culture. She came up to me in the middle of prayer culture. She's about this tall. I'm six foot two. I'm a big Mexican. I'm six. We don't usually come this big. You know. We're, we're more Christian size. But, so she came up to me and she, she said something. I said, what, what, are, what are you saying? Uh, and I leaned into her to hear what you, the music was loud in there. And she points to me and she says, hey, you're healed. And I said, from what? We hadn't told a soul. We kept it with, between our immediate family. She, and she looked at me and she says, you're healed. And I said, from what? And she puts her finger right here and she says, from that thing right there. Nobody else knew. Couple years later, this was probably two years ago, I went to the dentist to get checked up, fillings, whatnot, because as y'all can see, I don't eat well. <laughs> Sodas are my favorite. They took a panoramic x-ray of my jaw. There was no sign of it there. It was gone. Miracles happen today. The Holy Spirit is not something from the Bible from biblical times 2,000 years ago. There are miracles going on today. Command the weather to change in Jesus' name, and that weather's going to change. Biggest fan. There she is. I heard her voice. We went to Denver in June on vacation. It was our anniversary, three-year anniversary. And we went to have lunch with her grandmother, who's 90 years old. Started raining outside. And I, I, we were leaving the restaurant, and because I'm amazing... I am a gentleman. I went in the rain to go get the car while they waited at the front. Without an umbrella, I didn't have one. I did have one, but it was like, it would have covered half of me. I walked out there, and I, I, I got into the car, and I was, I was wet. There was water in my shoes. I sat, and I said, no, 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 not today. I was so upset. I said, I command this rain in the name of Jesus to be gone. Ten minutes later, that rain was gone. They had forecasted rain all day long. Ten minutes later, it was gone. Miracles happen today. Christian said it at the beginning of the service. 
If you have faith of a mustard seed, you can tell that mountain to move and it'll jump into the sea. My favorite verse in the Bible is Ephesians 3.20. Have you all heard it? Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works in who? In us. In you. That power is in you. Now if he can do exceedingly abundantly above we can ask all we can ask or think. You can't even comprehend it. I can't comprehend how amazing it'll be. His power. His faithfulness. And all it takes is for you to get rooted. To accept that Jesus died on the cross for us. You're handsome. He looks so awkward. I just look at him and he's like, I like to joke. I like to keep people laughing. Keeps y'all interested. Keeps you moving. It makes you hear the word. You know, instead of just sitting there like a bump on a log. Close your eyes and bow your heads, will ya? I'm gonna pray so I can close. I like to pray. I'm a praying man. We need to be praying people. The greatest people who have ever walked the earth have prayed and prayed a lot. Father, we love you. Father, we thank you for the word today. Father, we thank you because we're not just another person in the chair. We, Father, have taken the commitment to go deeper with you. We don't want to be left behind. We want to grow and we want to become, Father, the next powerful prayer. Holy Spirit, I ask that you reveal to us what you want, to, to, what you want us to learn through this message. You know, to some of us it might be very clear, to others it might not. Some of us might know exactly what the Holy Spirit's telling us. Other, others might take a few weeks. Father, I ask that you send your angels to encamp around us, that they take their position and they battle for us. I take authority in the name of Jesus over the enemy, the defeated devil, the dumb, deaf, and defeated. And I tell you right now, to get away from the people of Light Christian Center. You have no power over them. You have no authority over them. Jesus went and took the power back from you. So all your little schemes and your little darts that you're planning are broken. They're not effective in the name of Jesus. Father, we love you. And we thank you for being a good father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, this is Pastor Paul Golden. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe, rate it, and review. 
Also, you can help us to reach others by investing today at lightchristiancenter.com slash give. Thank you for joining us on LCC's podcast. God bless you and have a great day.